Welcome to Idle Conversations with mother and daughter team, Roz and Stacey. Through Idle Conversations, we share stories of personal triumph over tragedy, encouraging you to walk the path to inner happiness through personal responsibility and self-awareness. So Stacey, why don't you start by sharing your recent experience with loss and what that meant for you? I think for me, having come from a happy upbringing, I hadn't been exposed or even known what loss was. So loss for me was very foreign and not even something people around me had experienced. 2014, when I was 22, my parents told me they were separating. Two years later, my mum was diagnosed with stage four bowel cancer with a prognosis of up to four years. Before I'd even really had time to catch my breath, a year later in 2017, my dad was diagnosed with lung cancer and he passed away a short five weeks later. This year, my mum's cancer came back. So I think it's important for me not only to let other people dealing with loss Uh, and grief to feel like they're understood and included in what I feel is a very isolating journey but for anyone who knows someone going through a loss as well so I feel like if our podcasts make an impact on even one person we've we've made a difference. You're sort of wanting to focus on helping people understand what they're feeling yeah during their grief process. Absolutely. I think that's the hardest part. And I think that's what a lot of my friends really struggled with. And because they didn't know what to say, they just didn't say anything at all. And so it's this cycle of I can't help them. And then me feeling like no one is helping me. Go to Google and you'd search in what to say to someone who's lost someone. And it's all these stock standard responses say, oh, I'm so sorry. Say that they're looking down on you and, oh, you had such a good life together. But those aren't the things that someone who's just lost someone wants to hear. They would much rather the physical person be there. We don't know that they're looking down on us. Why are you sorry? So what did you need people to say or do? People don't know how often you're hearing the words, I'm so sorry. I think that was the point where it didn't feel meaningful. I heard it, it so much. It was insincere in the end. Yeah, it was known on Facebook. Scrolling through all the comments, all everyone was saying was, I'm so sorry. And so there's no... Made you feel more alone. Yeah, there's no real like personal reach out. And fair enough, most of the people that were commenting on it, I wasn't really close with. So what else are they going to say? But I think for me, one of the biggest impacts was a friend during the five weeks that dad was sick. She dropped over a care package when I was at the hospital with him. And it just had stuff like a face mask, chocolates and a magazine and a card, a beautiful card to just say, I know that what you're going through at the moment is really tough, but please remember to take care of yourself. It wasn't flowers because then after a while you go, flowers, okay, flowers I now associate with death because you get flowers when someone's sick or someone's dying. So I think and when people would just send me a message saying, I'm thinking of you, you don't need to reply to that. It's just someone reaching out to say you're on my mind. That's what left the biggest impact on me personally, rather than people messaging me and saying, how are you? Because I'm obviously not good. Another thing, let me know if you need anything or what do you need? I know when you're going through that grief and and you're just in that phase of being numb, you don't want to have to think about what you need. You just need other people to do it. 
to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or do nothing, but not have to make you think of anything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Because I mean, you know, if someone brought over lasagna, I'm not going to turn that down. Whatever you offer or whatever you do, it's going to be accepted. You were saying too earlier when we were talking about it, one of the things when you talk about your dad, people immediately try to change the conversation, but you need to be able to mention your father's name and for other people to talk about him as well, not pretend he didn't exist. Exactly. I'm Stacey's mum for anyone that hasn't realized we're a mother and daughter team in the podcast. Andrew, of course, was my ex-husband, but I talk about him all the time to the kids. I'm always saying, oh, your father would have done this and remember when your father did that because he was such a big part of everybody's life for so long. We don't want to forget that he didn't exist simply because he's not in our lives anymore. He's, He's still very much a part of who we are. Absolutely. And I think death is such an uncomfortable thing, but it's something we all are going to go through at some stage like I think going through this it's felt so lonely only because none of my friends have lost a parent but they are going to at some point I have more awareness now for when one of my friends goes through this what is needed what I needed is what I know someone else needs it. If you haven't gone through it before, you can't understand it fully. So just to recap then, what's needed is you need people to be able to say, yeah, I remember your dad, your loved one, whoever you've lost. Don't pretend they didn't exist and avoid mentioning their name in a conversation. Don't make stock standard remarks about they're looking down on you. Particularly don't say it was all for a reason. That's the worst thing you can say in the beginning, isn't it? Absolutely what reason <laughs> like I no. don't I don't understand and I think I'm so sorry that's just said so commonly I actually had an experience yesterday with someone that I was having a beauty service from she had to put her dog down she'd made a post on Facebook that it was very raw for her still you know she didn't want people telling her that her dog loved her and all of this because she knew that You don't need people to continually tell you things that you already know because it is very touchy. Mm. So when I saw her, I just said to her, look, I know whatever I say is not going to make you feel better. But I gave her a hug and I just said, feel what you need to feel. You're entitled to that and look after yourself. Because I think that's the most important thing. You get so lost in it that you do. You just don't take care of your well-being and you can't lose sight of that because you're going to spiral too hard and fast and I think that's where I went wrong so yeah I mean again unless you've gone through it you fully can't understand I I think that's important too like you said when you just gave her a hug she started crying and that area where people cry that's good you're feeling your emotions around it but it makes other people uncomfortable to see someone crying. And I know in the days where I was counselling and many workshops that I've been to, people have a tendency to want to rescue someone as soon as they see them crying. Mm. But it's really important to allow the flow of tears to keep going. And if you touch someone or or hug them or pass them a box of tissues when they're Mm. crying, they'll immediately straighten up and think they have to stop So it's really important if your friend is talking about their grief that you allow them to just cry. Surrounding people, you don't want to cross a line where that person goes, oh my God, they're being so annoying, just leave me alone. And then on the other side of things, you don't want them to think that you don't care about them. A lot of the time, and I feel like this is where people just don't say anything at all, 
I don't want them to have to think about it. I don't want to bring it up if they're not thinking about it. The honest truth is at the beginning, it's all you think about is honestly Mm -hmm. on your mind 24-7. Stacey, that's been a wonderful podcast Mm. and thank you for sharing so honestly what your experience was. If anyone wants to read the written transcript of the podcast or to listen to the podcast again, we'll have it uploaded on our website, idleconversations.com and tune in for the next series of podcasts we're going to have all sorts of interesting topics that people of all ages will be able to relate to. And again, recalling on our own experience in the hope that it makes someone else feel like they're not alone. So goodbye from Stacey and Rosalind. Yes, thanks for listening.